0: Welcome to the Everyday Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Jen Graves, and I'm excited to help you along your fitness journey. Whether you're a seasoned athlete or just starting out, this podcast will help you grow your mind and body to become an athlete in every season of life. This is episode 21 of the Everyday Athletes Podcast. Since 2023 is coming to a close, I want to talk about goal setting for 2024. We're going to talk about how to set goals to help you be successful in your fitness journey, why goals are important, but how setting up a plan is more important to help you reach those goals, and I'm even going to talk about my own personal goals for 2024. So let's dive in. Let's first talk about why setting goals for yourself is important because if you don't see the importance in doing something, you are more likely to not do it. So setting goals for your fitness journey not only helps you to create a plan to reach those goals, which if you don't set up a plan, we'll talk more about that later, but that's super important, but it helps to keep you motivated and focused. So having clear and attainable goals gives you a purpose and something to work towards. They also provide you with motivation if they are attainable and they keep you on track instead of trying to do everything at once. Having goals also allows you to have some type of measurable accountability. So depending on the goal, you can measure it quantitatively, which means uh, numerically, stuff like that. So which then keeps you accountable, because if you start to see your progress going sideways, then you have that measured accountability to put you back on track. When you have targets set in place to help you reach your goals, then you are way more likely to stick with your plan and reach those certain goals. Also, when you see yourself reaching those measurable targets, that provides you with more motivation to stick with your goal and reach them. Goals also encourage long-term commitment, which can be extremely beneficial because it promotes healthy habits for life. So instead of viewing fitness as a short-term endeavor or a quick fix, you make it more sustainable for life and promote long-term health and strength. So now you have set your older self up for success and have worked to prevent age-related decline. Setting clear goals with a well-thought-out plan also allows us to overcome training plateaus. It is common for people who don't have a well established plan or clear goals to hit training plateaus from lack of direction. You can overcome plateaus and keep making continuous strides towards your goals, also, as long as you have a plan in place and clear objectives or targets. This allows for an enhancement in performance in whatever you are doing, whether it's lifting or running or whatever you're trying to improve with your goals. All of this will help with mental health because you're not only making improvements on your physical changes, but it also changes your mindset. The sense of accomplishment you receive from hitting targets and making progress towards a goal is unlike any other. So not only do you get that sense of accomplishment, but naturally exercise releases endorphins, which sustain it substantially helps mental health and contributes to having a better mood, reduction of stress, and more self-confidence. And because of these physical and mental benefits that we receive, we start to establish habits that become ingrained into ourselves and help us live happier, healthier lives that will carry on through years and into your kids and their kids and so on. Creating these habits help us to prioritize health and fitness which will contribute to a better quality of life and allow you to do more and help more people in your life. So now that we know the importance of goal setting, let's talk about how to create a plan to help you reach your goals. Now, this is going to be a little bit more generalized because everybody's plans are very specific towards them. So take this and apply it to you use it how you can Um, if i can help you more please let me know but this is an overall generalization so take what you can and use it how you can okay first when you are creating a plan you want to define your goals make sure when you are doing this to consider where you are where you are at right now and to make them specific and clear It is fine for your overall goal to be having a healthier lifestyle, but that is very broad. So using that example, we want to narrow it down a bit more, get specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-specific. AKA, we're going to use SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T, SMART goals. So instead of the general, I want to have a healthier lifestyle, then maybe you need to say, I want to be able to lift my body weight and be able to go on long walks or hikes for an extended period of time without feeling out of breath. Let's use two hours as an example. And you want to complete all this within six to eight eight months. So, now you have hit every aspect of a SMART goal or S-M-A-R-T goal. You are You made a specific goal that you can measure. So the goals are specific, which means lifting and walking slash hikes. You made it measurable, which is lifting body weight and able to sustain low intensity exercise for two hours without losing your breath. They are achievable goals that are relevant to a healthy lifestyle. And you want to achieve them within six to eight months, which hits your time aspect of goal setting. So we hit every single acronym that there is in those SMART goals. So now, of course, this is just a very basic example for someone who is in the general population and just wants to get healthy. You may have much bigger goals or maybe you have much smaller goals, but whatever it is, you need to dig down and get super specific with what you want to do because it's going to help you to create a better, clearer, concise plan. So when you are creating a plan for your goals, you want to keep in mind a couple of things, your current fitness level, how much time you can dedicate to your goal and choosing the right activity slash exercise to help you reach your goal and make sure all of these fit within your timeline. If you feel like you can't fit in the amount of exercise you need to reach your goal within four months, then maybe you need to extend your timeline. Maybe you need to make it six months. Or maybe you're the other way around and you realize you have much more time than you thought and you can shorten your timeline and make uh, six months into four months. Remember that everything can be adjusted if needed. Making programs is very pencil and paper. It is not set in stone. You can adjust how you need because obviously things come up, people get sick, stuff happens. So remember that you can adjust your timeline at any point. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that later. So after you take all those things into account, you need to plan out your workout schedule and make sure that you adjust your nutrition and recovery to fit your exercise exercise needs. You want to create a weekly routine that is consistent, but follows the principle of progressive overload. So if you haven't already, this would be a really good time to go back and listen to my three-part podcast called The Art of Programming to help you create your workout schedule. It goes into way more detail, which is why it's a lot uh, a lot longer podcast, but it goes into such detail of how to create programming and the art of it and how to go through and create a very well thought out plan that hits your goals and what you want to accomplish. So if I was you, I would go back and listen to that three part podcast. It will really help you in creating this plan. If you've already listened to it already, then please use those principles. I will say that is a good podcast to take notes on. If you want my personal notes, feel free to reach out. I can send those to you if you want, it may help you along the way. Now let's go back to what we're talking about. We want to make sure that we have that weekly weekly routine that follows our principle of progressive overload. And you want to make sure that you fuel your body properly and not fall into these fad diets and overly restrictive diets that promote starving yourself. Um, And instead, make healthy choices and allow your body to have the things you enjoy without overconsumption. We want to make Nutrition sustainable for the long haul and not a quick fix that will cause you to gain a lot of weight later on once you get off that diet. It is important to plan out um, your rest days as well, along with your nutrition, and focus on recovery, which nutrition has a lot to do with recovery as well. Make sure that you're prioritizing protein so that you can recover properly and so that overtraining does not occur. Now, as you go through, your plan and your workout schedule, make sure to keep a journal or track what you're doing, what weights you're using, how far you're running or walking. And with the walking and running, please record how difficult it is. I prefer to use um, the RPE method or rate of perceived exertion to help track my runs and how difficult or easy they were. It's just a one to 10 scale, one being basically not doing anything and 10 being I went all out and can't do anything else more. If you um, want a better scale of that, you can actually go to my Instagram. There's a post about RPE. You can go and take a look at that. It will help you see the ratings. You can also look it up on the internet. Um, You can find that there too. Thank you. The mm-hmm. cat But with all that being done, you really want to make sure that you keep track of what you're doing because it can help you so much in making adjustments as you're going through, but also it can help keep you motivated to see how far you have come. So be open to making those adjustments in your plan. Like we talked about earlier, things happen. You may need to change it. Whether you are doing too little and need to up your training, or maybe you're doing too much and you need to step back slightly, that's totally fine. It's okay to adjust what you're doing, but listen to your body but I say that with a little asterisk by the side that means don't let it be the main driver of whether you get your workout in or not because emotions can take over and your body's going to be like man, you're too tired, just don't do it when in reality you need to get that workout in and your body's just saying that because your mind is saying that and you just don't want to do it and you'll feel better if you just get that workout in and just get it done I cannot stress how important it is to keep track of everything during this time, your mood, how you're feeling, how bad the workout was or how hard it was or how easy it was or whatever it is, you wanna make sure to keep track of that because it will help you see if you're hitting your targets that you have placed for yourself and that can help motivate you to keep working hard or start working harder. As you can see, Having a goal is important, but if you mindlessly try to hit those goals without a plan, you will most likely never hit it. But if you are intentional about creating a well-thought-out plan, you are way more likely to hit those goals within the set amount of time you gave yourself. So every two to four months, it is really good to go back and look at your plan, where you are at now and how far you have come. Then adjust your plan accordingly or stick with your plan if it's going really well. Don't be afraid to change it up if you need to, but try to be consistent and always push to be better and set more ambitious goals along the way. I really recommend that you go back to my Art of program programming podcast. If you haven't already, listen to it because it will help you to set clear and concise, like a clear and concise program to help you reach those goals. So to end this podcast, I'm going to go over my fitness goals for 2024. I think it is super important for me to be fully transparent with y'all and share with you my goals and an overview of my plan for how I'm going to reach these goals. Now I'm not going to go into super detail on my plan just because there's a lot that goes into it, but I'm going to give you a little bit of an overview. So this year I have one goal for the entire year because it is quite a big goal for me and I don't want to set any other goals like smaller goals that will deter me from this goal. I am going to complete a trifecta this year, which if you aren't familiar with Spartan races or OCR, which means obstacle course racing, it is completing three Spartan races of different lengths within the year. Some people do it within a weekend. I am not doing that because it's my first time doing this, so I'm going to separate them within the year. So I will have to complete a 5K, which I have done quite a few of, a 10K, which I had done once before, and then a half marathon, which I have never done. Now, one thing to remember is that these are not just regular races with just running, but within the races, there are a bunch of obstacles that take a decent amount of upper body strength and lower body strength to get through. Now, I am not too worried about the 5K or the 10K or any of the obstacles within those races because I have completed those before and have done decently well on a few of them. But I am not the best runner, so. The one I am more nervous about is the half marathon because it's quite a bit more distance than seven miles versus 13 miles. So they also within this half marathon run have quite a bit more obstacles than the other races. And so I am a little bit nervous about some of those as well because I have never done those obstacles before. So I have already started my plan for reaching my goals this year. because of how much time i need to prepare for them because i am not a good runner so i have to run a lot so right now i am currently in a season of focusing on running to help me build up my endurance my bo2 max and my running economy i run about six days a week with different types of runs mixed in whether it's like a foundation run um, a fartlek run a long run whatever it is i have recently added back in lifting into my training now to make sure that I still focus on building muscle. So three days out of the week, I lift. Um, so some days I do two a day. So that means I'll have um, lifting in the morning, running in the afternoon, or maybe it's the opposite way around, just however I can get it in. Now, these sessions are short lifting sessions that focus primarily on strength and power with just four exercises in each lift that are what I called big body lifts or The scientific name is a compound lift, which means they're using multiple joints. So that can look like um, squat, deadlift, pull-up, power cleans, that kind of stuff. I will be focusing on hybrid training, which is trying to max out aerobic endurance and strength training at the same time for the majority of the year because our races are spread out throughout the year. So we always need to be ready to race. So although this is my major and only goal for 2024 is getting through these races. This doesn't stop me from looking forward and thinking about what goals I will be trying to reach next year. Now all my goals though have one big thing in mind. That is to always have physical freedom and never feel limited by my own body which means i am always looking to push myself and challenge myself more than i did the year before now this helps me to always be better and not worry about low points in my fitness journey but realize that i am looking at my messy progress and continuing to work towards getting better and knowing that progress is never truly linear so although i have goals in mind for next year after in 2025, I'm always keeping my physical freedom and never feeling limited by my own body in mind. That is why I set my goals. That is kind of the one thing that pushes me. So in the beginning, whenever we're talking about that person who wants to have that healthy lifestyle, but we need to get specific, that's what I have. My goal, my overall goal for my life is to always have physical freedom and never feel limited so for that other person it may be a healthy lifestyle so all my goals are focusing towards that that's why i'm doing the thing that scares me that's why i'm pushing myself to do something new so i want to challenge you in 2024 to look at setting goals that challenge you and maybe even scare you a bit just like this spartan beast which is the half marathon that's the name of it a spartan beast just like that scares me and i want you to face it head on you set your own limits when you say you can't do something so instead of saying you can't reach that goal make a well thought out plan and a clear plan that will help you get there and if you struggle with making a plan and don't know where to start hire a coach reach out to me and we can work on making you a plan to reach those goals coaches hire coaches so why can't you i hire a coach to help me with my running because you know, sometimes it actually helps to spend money and know that I made an investment. That means I'm going to get it done. And guess what? I'm doing the running because I made an investment and I paid for it. So why can't you hire a coach? Remember that you are more than your self-made limits. Create those scary goals, make a well-thought-out plan or hire someone to make a well-thought-out plan with you so that you have ownership over it as well. And know that you are more than your self-made limits. I just want to thank you for listening to the Everyday Athletes Podcast. Please like and share and make sure to give this podcast a follow to be updated every time a new episode comes out. And please leave a review because it helps me to know if what I'm sharing is helpful, helpful to my audience. And as always, keep striving to be an athlete in every season of life.